Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From WNYC Studios, I'm Brian Lehrer. This is my Daily Politics Podcast. It's Tuesday, October 31st. So have you heard about this lawsuit that aims to keep Donald Trump off the presidential ballot next year because he violated the insurrection clause of the 14th Amendment? The trial began yesterday with opening arguments and the first witnesses for the plaintiffs against Trump. And we are very happy to have with us to talk about this now someone very relevant to this issue because this is, for the moment, a state case in Colorado. We have the highest state election official there, Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold. She is also chair of the Democratic Association of Secretaries of State. Secretary Griswold, thanks so much for coming on for this. Welcome to WNYC. Well, thanks for having me on. And I know you're on a tight schedule and we have you for about 10 minutes, so I'm going to jump right in and read this relevant sentence in Section 3 of the 14th Amendment so our listeners know the context. It says, no person shall be a senator or representative in Congress or elector of president and vice president or hold any office, civil or military, under the United States or any state who, having previously taken an oath as a member of Congress or as an officer of the United States or as a member of any state legislature, this is a long sentence, or as an executive (laughs) or judicial officer of any state to support the Constitution of the United States, here we go, shall have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the same or given aid and comfort to the enemies thereof. And so my question to you off the bat is, are you just explaining this to us or are you taking a position that Trump should be disqualified? I'm taking the position that this is in a a court of law and a judge should weigh in. And to to give a, a, a quick overview for your listeners, so basically the Constitution says that if someone swears an oath to protect the Constitution, they're disqualified from office if they then engage in insurrection, rebellion, or give aid or comfort to the enemies of the Constitution. And a lawsuit was filed in Colorado that says that Donald Trump is disqualified uh, because of his engagement in the insurrection. So we're in trial this week. Um, I am a party because I'm the statewide elected official responsible for oversight of statewide elections like the presidential. And I look forward to a court's resolution of the issues. And I'm hopeful that this case provides guidance to election officials in terms of Trump's eligibility as a candidate this election cycle. Now, Trump hasn't been convicted of insurrection or giving aid and comfort to insurrectionists. He is uh, facing various 2020 election related charges that could be construed as that if he's convicted, but so far no. So how could a court now disqualify him? Believe it or not, the historic use of this constitutional provision did not require a criminal conviction. So Section 3 of the 14th Amendment was put in place after the Civil War, and it was used to remove hundreds of Confederate soldiers and officials from their posts. Uh, You know, at that time, it did not require a criminal conviction. And, you know, we'll see what a court says, but you you could, uh, uh, you know, imagine the court saying, well, we're just going to determine in civil court whether or not he engaged in insurrection and whether or not that makes him ineligible or eligible to run for president again. Does the insurrection have to be the January 6th riot 
or at can it be the nonviolent parts of the Trump coup attempt, if you will, getting members of Congress to try to reject the Electoral College results through political pressure or pressuring state officials and jobs like yours in other states mm-hmm. to reject the true outcomes? Can that count as far as this lawsuit is concerned, even if Trump is held not responsible for the riot? I, I think so. Um, remember, the, the phrase that's really important in the Constitution is, did he engage in insurrection or rebellion or give aid or comfort to the enemies of the Constitution? Uh, so I, I think it just really depends on what the petitioners who filed this lawsuit present in court and what evidence that the court takes. But there's nowhere in the Constitution that says it has to be specifically because he incited the January 6th insurrection. Everything is on the table, and there's a couple of these lawsuits filed across the nation. And, you know, I'm particularly interested in the aid and comfort part of this, because, as I'm sure you know, there have been people who have been convicted of seditious conspiracy, which is like insurrection, from the Proud Boys and elsewhere, and they testified that they were acting on Trump's behalf and on what they thought was Trump's request. And we even have Trump's promise to pardon people convicted in connection with the January 6th riot at the Capitol. So all of that might most directly add up to something that's in the 14th Amendment clause there, the aid and comfort clause. We shall see. And that's um, exactly the questions in, in front of the court. Did he uh, disqualify himself from running for president? Now, in Colorado, there is a law that allows voters to file a lawsuit like the one that we have in in court this week uh, to challenge um, whether a a candidate can appear on the the ballot. And I think with a lawsuit this big, this crucial, with a lot of open-ended U.S. constitutional questions, it's appropriate for a judge to weigh in. So this is clearly an unprecedented situation. We've never had a president incite an insurrection and attack our democracy like Donald Trump. And I, I look forward to uh, what the court uh, decides its guidance will be. Right. So this, as you're indicating, is a voter-generated suit. I understand there's another one like this starting in Minnesota. And, you know, we'll see if this gets to the Supreme Court, which a lot of people think that it will. And let's say the court in Colorado does find Trump is disqualified. And let's say the Supreme Court upholds that. Would that disqualify him nationally? If the U.S. Supreme Court disqualified him? You know, I I can't uh, tell you what would be in a decision um, from the U.S. Supreme Court when this is just in district court. So that's a little premature um, but I, I think that the gravity of this issue is, is not being understated. And one thing that I, I think is really interesting is that this case is so foundational to whether Donald Trump can run for office, whether he disqualified himself by engaging in insurrection, that you would think he would want to show up to defend himself. Donald Trump is not going to testify. He is not going to give deposition. And this is someone who takes every opportunity to grandstand about the cases against him. And his silence in this case is deafening. I saw some commentators on TV yesterday as this trial in Colorado was beginning who are very anti-Trump, but asking, isn't all this just helping him? Isn't it better to just beat him in the next election 
So a big minority of the country doesn't think he's being politically removed? My job as Secretary of State is to follow the law and uphold the Constitution. Where there are questions about the law or Constitution, a court should weigh in. And that's exactly what's happening here. Uh, you know, if the U.S. Constitution dictates that he's disqualified, then as a nation, we have to respect that and vice versa. So I think it's appropriate for the courts to weigh in. This provision of the Constitution is there for a reason. It's to ensure that people who have engaged in insurrection or rebellion against the U.S. Constitution are not in positions of power. It's to preserve the nation as a democracy that functions. So ultimately, we'll, we'll see what the court says, and, and that's what we will have to follow. Of course, uh, an appeal can also always be filed after this initial court decision. But whatever court decision is at play, whatever order uh, is in place at the time that I certify the ballot, that's what I will follow as Secretary of State. I know you got to go in two minutes. Let me uh, tack on another issue relevant to you as a state election official, Secretary of State of Colorado. If Trump is nominated again and loses again and tries to get state officials to flip the results again, last time they all resisted, including the Republican ones who mattered, but the landscape has changed after various states' elections and appointments since 2020. How confident are you that the same scenario would end the same way in states other than yours? And what's the best defense, in your opinion, to protect against that breach of electoral democracy if Trump is on the ballot? That's a really good point, because in 2020 and leading up to the insurrection, there were many civil servants in the federal government that resisted unlawful commands and actions. There were many election officials who stood on the line, uh, like Georgia's secretary of state, and refused to find the extra ballots Trump asked him to find. Our landscape has changed. We have seen the Republican Party embrace MAGA Republican rhetoric and extremism. And most recently, uh, the new speaker of the, the House of Congress is a full-on election denier who assisted Donald Trump in trying to thwart the peaceful transfer of the presidency. So your point is spot on. The corrosion of extremism and election denialism is worse now than it was in the beginning of 2021 when the insurrection happened. So we all need to be paying really close attention to what happens next election. All your viewers can, or your listeners, can take an active seat at the table by casting a ballot and deciding who will represent us. The people in Congress matter. Uh, they matter because they'll be in the middle of certification of the next president. The president matters. All these local officials matter. And for me, I think American voters, once again, has have this grand opportunity to save democracy and reject extremist uh, candidates who are corrosive to our society and are putting us on a bad path as a nation. Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold, she is also chair of the Democratic Association of Secretaries of State, will be watching what happens in that case and whether the 14th Amendment is uh, seen by the courts as reason to remove Donald Trump from the ballot. Thank you so much for giving us a few minutes today. Of course. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for having me on.
Brian Lehrer, a daily politics podcast, is an excerpt from my live daily radio show, The Brian Lehrer Show, on WNYC Radio, 10 a.m. to noon Eastern Time, if you want to listen live at WNYC.org. Thanks for listening today. Talk to you next time.